Hello, this is Kurt, uh, host of the Snake Sheet, and we like to have a lot of fun around here, but uh, sometimes things happen in real life that uh, we don't have control over, and uh, we have to accept them as they are. And this is a real tough, <coughs> sorry, this is a real tough week here at the podcast. Um, we lost somebody very close to us. And uh, we need to do the first ever Stink Sheet podcast 10 Bell Salute for Diamond of Diamond and Silk. <laughs> My ex. We, like, this is this was an open secret for a while, but I guess I can talk about it. Um, we used to get it on nasty style. We used to do all the different moves. A girl on top, guy from behind, and doing all the crazy shit, and she's gone. And we're just, we just need to do the, we're just going to do the 10 bell salute, so if we could have a moment of silence. Trusted and important pro wrestling insider podcast. This is the Sting Sheet. Sorry that I'm late, but I was fucking up the body. Hoes all around me got the half game started. James Harden mode. I can't be left unguarded. I got shooters all around me. If you wanna act retarded, without a problem, Houston, they're letting off the rockets. My homie got the thing and it's chilling in his pocket. Cause we big money talking and the bullshit gets a walking. We got big money policies. I am your host, Otis P. Stink Trigger, but you can call me Kurt. I am joined by two very special guests this week. Ed, formerly a Pod Van Dam, but now I think he actually does more podcasts than he did before. It's crazy. Isn't that weird? <laughs> yeah, I did a three. This is my third one of the week. That's wild. No days off, Ed, last name. That's what we call you. Hey, question. What's up? Is Diamond the one with the lazy eye? <laughs> I'm not. No, diamonds the hot. Guy. Diamonds the hot one. <laughs> anyway, and uh, first time guest on the show. We've uh, been wanting to have him on for a while. Joe supposed to is here. Help. That was uh, that was some very strong Jackie the joke man apologizing to his wife for the Jessica Hahn incident there at the beginning <laughs> of the show. Please don't make fun of this. This is very serious. <laughs> this is a very serious episode of the podcast That's right yeah but i i i only know diamond and silk because didn't like donald trump hug them oh yeah and then that gave them like all this credibility in the <laughs> yes. world yeah yeah i mean well they're professional broadcasters i guess work is mm. no longer a duo tune in next week for kurt and silk <laughs> do that and now that was gonna be because like I, now first of all it really could have been anything because like Di- i didn't know diamond and silk wasn't like their real names is it not like i 
No, it's not. So I looked <laughs> it up. As you were mentioning it, I looked up the the obituary and your engagement announcement, which happened on the same day, ironically. <laughs> Inetha Lynette Hardway and Hernethia Rochelle Hardway Richardson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Collectively Diamond and Silk. That's right. I wonder if uh, Silk is just going to get, like, a new Diamond to replace her. Just, like, <laughs> somebody else to take over the mantle of Diamond. Like, it's a gimmick that you could just give to another person. <laughs> yeah, it'll be Artie. There you go. Oh, I hope Artie's doing okay. <laughs> She'll get one of her cousins. But yeah. You say her last name was Hardway? No blades for them, I guess, right? <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> but yes, Kurt, thank you very much for having me on the show. Um, I will admit, young Ed is the one who turned me on to the show. Yeah. And uh, we could talk about it when he had texted me in, and I looked it up and I saw that you guys are on Anchor FM. And I said, Is this a real podcast or some f- sort of fly by night job? And he goes, No, it's a real podcast. So I listened. You know, I, gr- I ripped the raw audio from the RSS feed like an old man would do because I don't, I don't do no podcatchers, right? And uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. And uh, it is a is a first thing Monday morning listen. You know, my Monday morning is pretty busy with podcasts. But if you guys aren't first, you're definitely second. You know, uh, Bix will never listen to this. But like, you know, sometimes Between the Sheets is a nine-hour show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, sometimes I can't start that at the beginning of the day because then I don't listen to anything else. That's but. true, yeah. I don't know, man. He might. Bix follows me for some reason, and I still... Really? I don't know why. I don't know he's how... Keeping an, <laughs> he's, he's keeping an eye on Troublemaker. I think so, days. yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. he's waiting for the moment when I slip up, and then it's it just is. like a quote retreat, and then just like a fucking screed of all my misdeeds, <laughs> like a Matt Riddle or something. No. <laughs> um, Kurt. What's up? When you got like real serious at the beginning of the show, yeah, I thought you were gonna say someone else quit because you joked about them having a small. <laughs> Not this time. No, did you listen to the last episode? Everybody was fucking making fun of my dick, <laughs> so I fired everybody else. Now I got you guys. So by default, now you have the largest penis on the exactly. show. Exactly. <laughs> come back, Stephen. Please come back, Stephen. We all miss you. Shut up. <laughs> God damn it. Why don't you do podcasts? Go ahead. You fucking go ahead. How about that? See how you like it. I'll do it. I'll go talk about movies with Steve. Yeah, go do it. It's fun. Go do it. So yeah, fucking um, Joe. Thanks so much for the uh, nice words. Ed has been our strongest soldier since day one. Um, like I said in a tweet the other day, if I get any more followers by leeching off Ed, I'm gonna have to move to the Midwest somewhere. Like, Dude, I was just happy that like your podcast came around because then it was like, oh good, someone else can cover these weird things and I can go away. <laughs> just like throwing me the football. It's like, all right, yeah. take care. Here, you talk about Terrence. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we will. Don't worry about that. <laughs> but yeah, this is the Stink Sheet, the most trusted and important leftist pro wrestling insider podcast for... Uh, I don't know, postal workers, something like that. A whole bunch of different people. Restaurant owners in the Midwest. Restaurant owners in the Midwest, that's right. That's right. I, I, I tell Jonas that he should listen to you guys, because you guys like say all sorts of wild shit and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Jonas just takes my word for it, because he doesn't listen to podcasts or watch wrestling. Yeah. So He doesn't need to. It's fine. Jonah loves the idea of... loves the idea of watching wrestling like he'll always ask like is it good now and you can say yes and he he won't watch it anyway but no absolutely i think jonah would have liked the main event of rampage this week yeah probably that was 
That that was when women bled, and we shouldn't like that, right? That's right. It's a big problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big, problem. especially when the if a woman doesn't check on another woman mm-hmm. bleeding, then that's the real problem. That didn't make any fucking sense to me. But that was like a Dude. was it Scott Armstrong or some shit? It was for anybody who doesn't know. Uh, some fucking ref was, like, calling out Aubrey Edwards for not checking on Ruby Riot, who had a cut on her hairline, which is, you know, <laughs> what they what they fucking do, right? Like, I don't think it was going to, like, go out of control or anything like that, but it seemed to be a big to-do. And then Scotty Too Hottie got in the mix. That was pretty weird. What? Yes! No, I miss I miss Scotty Too Hotty commenting on it. You think he would have learned his lesson from not wanting to wrestle uh, Billy Starks or whatever the fuck it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a big problem with the intergender stuff. I think he just doesn't like ladies doing shit. He could have just said, I don't want to wrestle Billy Starks because she's bad. He could have. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. People tell us that he's she's the future of the business, but I think it's just who they're comparing her to. Um. <laughs> oh, shit. You know what? I could say it. I'll say it on here, right? So, Hell yeah. Over let's the, go. <laughs> oh, over the weekend. Um... Uh, okay, so like, um, like, uh, Serp- uh, Serpentico? Is he a AEW wrestler? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so he tweets out a thing. It's like, hey, everybody, send me some 80s matches, um, that you think still hold up today, right? Mm-hmm. And people are sending him, like, oh, here's like this Buzz Sawyer versus Tommy Rich, and here's this and that, the other thing, right? And then, like, later on that night, Saray is like, Hey everybody, I'm you know I'm getting caught up on what's good in independent women's wrestling. Can people send me some links? And oh, no. if I was a different person, I would have just bombarded her with Alley Cat and Veda Scott matches <laughs> as a rib. <laughs> this and is what it's like, all oh, about. This is the hot stuff in indie wrestling now, huh? <laughs> this is that work rate that everybody shows up for, baby. Oh man, I'm gonna watch. Uh, some show was streaming on YouTube today, and I saw that Vegas Scott was on commentary, and I was like, I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> was that the Jersey Championship whatever show? Um, JCW maybe. Maybe. I don't they, know. They've had the commentary team of Vegas Scott, Billy Dixon, and Nick Knowledge. Do you guys know who Nick Knowledge is? No. No. Have you ever seen the clip or the GIF from ROH? of punk doing his entrance and there's like a bald-headed guy who just gets up into his face and just starts screaming die yes. over and over yes. again <laughs> that's nick knowledge oh my god it's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of knowledge it certainly is he was saying what we were all thinking <laughs> no yeah <laughs> all he of wasn't... us including ed who, no. who co-signs on everything i've ever said about cm punk that's right cm punk sucks jeff jarrett's the best no all of these things that ed agrees with <laughs> his favorite guy in the world jeff jarrett <laughs> you fucking fair weather jeff jarrett fan where were you oh i tell you oh i i like him when he's a country music singer with the song that he really sings no. i like it when he fights a uh, little black man i like it when he <laughs> smashes a guy over the head with the golden globes but everything else in between i don't like did jeff no. jarrett love Gr- every- john gresham no <laughs> jeff jarrett has had programs in wcw with both beetlejuice and gary Cole. oh hell yes that's right yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you slap nuts smash <laughs> this is one of my favorite clips ever. but it, and it's it's so funny too because he did you see the if you saw the thing on rampage where he took that dude's hat off him before he hit him with the guitar um there's the infamous the clip was going around today too of when Lawler and Ultimate Warrior were doing their program, and they were gonna do a bit where Lawler was gonna smash like the gimmick glass 
the picture frame. frame. Picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So Warrior, for the first time in his career, decides to wear a baseball hat out, <laughs> and he had padding in it, right? Because he's like, I don't want this Jerry Lawler shooting on me with sugar glass, you know? <laughs> so when Gary Coleman did the spot in WCW with Jeff Jarrett, he wore a baseball hat and put padding in it as well. Gary Coleman, Ultimate Warrior, on that same wavelength, yeah. you know? <laughs> in Warrior's defense, he can't, like, take any more brain damage. That's true. I say Ultimate Warrior should have taken more brain damage. <laughs> you think they would have, like, Fred Flintstoned him or something? Or, like, he takes enough knocks on the noodle and suddenly he's got good opinions? Or... I, right. It's like this. It's uh, the Simpsons episode where he fights Dredrick Tatum. Yeah. As long as he gets an even number of uh, punches <laughs> in the face, he won't get brain damage. Exactly. Right? <laughs> Doesn't need to get anybody to come in the ring and get him with a fan man. That's right. The fucking fan man suit. <laughs> Hey, we're completely off script, guys, right? Oh, well, I mean, the, it's a guideline. It's not a script. It's just there if we're, like, reaching for something to talk about. When does uh, Max hop on to say some transphobic shit? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> not this week. God damn it. Man, uh, that's, I've been saying this to... I don't know if I talked about it on the show already or not, but, like, I gotta fucking diversify, dude. Like... I got all my fucking eggs in one freak basket, and it is driving me crazy. I am fucking over it. I need some new guys. I gotta find some new guys who will come on the show. Wrestling Otaku, still too big league for me. He won't fucking come on the show. Did you see now, his new video today? No, of course not. I don't watch his shit. Um, it was titled, Who is Andrew Tate? And you guys stop comparing me to him. <laughs> incredible what were you saying joe i was gonna say i just so um i subscribed to metz's youtube channel it's not a good idea (laughs) no it's definitely not but i was just saying he he went to a show a dpw yeah and he just filmed the main event and put it up on his youtube right And then, and then here's a GCW show that he went to where it was Colby Carino versus Cole Radrick, the full the main event's fully up there. Oh man, Jobber's buddy. Um then he has a trailer up for his channel that's 17 minutes long. Hell it's like yes. really dark. Hell yeah. He has a from MLW, he has a thank you Ricky Morton video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and then he has multiple G1 uh recap videos. Yeah. Like I'm not I don't watch any of the videos, but I think it's one of those things where I had to subscribe to the channel just to keep an eye on him. Absolutely. You know, like when you when you follow no. someone on Twitter, just to keep like a follow doesn't necessarily mean support. It just means I'm keeping an eye on the way Bix you. follows me. Right. <laughs> you should watch his uh, eulogies. No, his eulogies. Watch him eat the McRib. ties. He does like a eulogy for them, and, and they're so fucking funny. They're good as hell. What the, he did like one for the warrior. And he's, like, real distressed during it, and he, like, hits the table, he's like, why'd it have to be Jim? <laughs> I, it's so good. I see he has a eulogy here for Daphne. I think I'll skip that oh, one. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I, I can't I'm imagine sure. that's good. And those are those are those are sandwiched literally in between him trying the Arby's Southwest <laughs> avocado chicken wrap and the Wendy's big bacon chicken cheddar sandwich. Yeah, I was about to say you're really burying the lead. Nobody mentioned him eating a McRib. Watch him. Oh, I'll eat a McRib. I'll I'll watch him eat a McRib. It's great. Oh, the Zaxby's Southwest salad. <laughs> he has a rant about Kevin Smith going after Star Wars. We love it. 
And he does, I will say, I do give him credit. There are certain rants that he does put a 17 plus after just to give you a heads up. Yeah. That there might be some spicy language in them. Yeah, it gets a little blue. <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, fucking, um, <laughs> from one end of the spectrum to the other, Ed wanted Literally. to talk about Kid Bandit. <laughs> oh, my God. Ed's friend, Kid Bandit. Ed's I thought best, so. Best friend. Wait. <laughs> I was going to say, who here on this podcast has financially supported Kid Bandit? Not me. I have um, I have bought a Kid Bandit shirt. Sick. <laughs> Which one? Um, I don't even know. It's in the closet somewhere. I just know that I own one. Oh, you t- <laughs> You just randomly bought a design. Well, I don't remember which one. When I bought it, like I remember trying it on. It's like this fits a little tighter than I would like. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I've ever worn it. It's your e boy shirt. <laughs> it you is. Know what I mean? <laughs> when you're gonna go thought out around fucking butt fuck Ohio, you're gonna throw on your best <laughs> kid bandit shirt. Oh, so, kid bandit blocked me. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, that's hilarious. That's I. I saw that. That's hilarious. They still follow me. Um. Well, I haven't said I haven't said anything directly untoward, but I've certainly retweeted a lot of the negative stuff that I've seen on my timeline about them. So um, I can explain why I'm the only one to get the block. I know why. Because mm-hmm. everyone else was making fun of the hashtag lore. I said if you all keep making fun of the hashtag lore, kids are gonna tweet another thing about Hannah Kimura that we're all gonna have to read, <laughs> and that's why I got blocked. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can see how that might happen, Ed. <laughs> so, do you want to explain what happened? Or do you want me to? Um, I'll take a run at it, and then you can get into the finer details. Okay. So, um, uh, Kid Bandit, uh, basically, like, they, uh, they took the best inspiration from current day WWE that they possibly could to improve their <laughs> career. And 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 they thought, you know, what's really what's really popular with people these days is uh, a bunch of dumbass ARGs, and I think that's really gonna get me to the next level in the wrestling industry. And so they're doing their own fiend thing, which I I have to say, I really don't um, I don't advocate. I'm not a big fan <laughs> of this fiend stuff. I, I'm not comfortable with this fiend stuff. What? Seems bad. Seems seems dark. It's- it's got a real dark it, energy to it. What? Calling it fiend stuff is being too nice to it because at least the fiend is like an original idea. I keep telling you, man, I don't want to talk about this fiend stuff. It makes me uncomfortable, dude. I don't want to talk about <laughs> no fiend. I don't want to talk about no Uncle Hoodoo Doo Doo. I don't want to like, talk about what Ken Bandit came up with is completely unoriginal. And then at the end, <laughs> they tell you how unoriginal their idea is. <laughs> So I'm not going to read the whole thing, right? But basically, Kid Bandit is like... The Kid Bandit lore is that Kid Bandit was made by Bandit Corp and was supposed to fight people and lose to collect data. But now, like, Kid Bandit is going against its programming. And now it's... And basically, at the end, we like they flat out say, anyway... It's Ghost in the Shell, but pro wrestling. That's right. <laughs> That's so, right. That is literally, like, Razor and Moon vignettes are happening, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry if I'm talking weird. I bet my tongue is bleeding. It hurts a lot. <laughs> you sound great, baby. Don't worry about great. it. Great. So, basically, it's like if Razor and Moon vignettes were happening, and at the end of every vignette, Scott Hall looked directly at the camera and was like, it's Scarface. 
<laughs> but a wrestler. My wrestling. Hey, did you ever see that movie Scarface? <laughs> no, but he drops the accent. Oh, yeah. He just looks yeah. Yeah, he looks in the camera, just in case you're not picking up the subtleties of this, yeah. you know? Uh, it sucks because oh I can't do a Florida guy because I remembered that uh, Scott Hall came up in the AWA. So I was about to give him like a Minnesota accent. <laughs> Hey, did you guys ever see Scarface? <laughs> <laughs> but he's from, like, Florida or some shit, so it doesn't work. So basically, the Kid Bandit lore exists because Kid Bandit was sick of losing. That's right. It was like, I'm going to come up with an idea where I won't have to lose anymore. <laughs> it's, the, it's that doesn't work for me, brother. <laughs> but Like, but they've been wrestling for two years. Yeah, dude. But they've learned so much. Didn't they recently have <laughs> matches with both Malachi Black and Johnny Nitro? That's right. Where like, where, like, Malachi Black and Johnny Nitro were posting on Reddit, like, in character of, like, guys, r slash uh, squared circle. I'm facing Kid Bandit, and I need your help. How do I defeat this person, right? It was the other way so, like, around. It was Bandit Post is that a way oh, to okay. I, okay, well. okay. It wasn't. Oh, my God. <laughs> I will go on to the Reddit and I will ask, <laughs> how do I defeat this kid <laughs> Bandit person? I find but, their style very confusing. Go ahead. Aren't they Kid Bandit, like, on the West Coast now, yeah. right? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. I could only hope, and I don't know if they're still in the business, they're probably arrested by now, but I can only hope that somehow Kid Bandit gets involved in the scary, dirty Ron McDonald world. Dude, it's possible. Do you know who trained Kid Bandit? Wasn't it Cody? No, he went to like that Cody school, right? But the first person to train Kid Bandit was Supreme. Oh my oh, god. Oh wow. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Supreme of XPW fame? Yes. That's wild, man. Holy heck. <laughs> but, like, what what was wrong? Like, honest to God, two years into this business and Kid Bandit's like, I'm losing too much. How could I fix this? Like, I don't know, continue to be, like, a cute, like, little femboy and take pictures and, like, yeah. Take, yeah. take, like, the minimum booking fee, whatever it is. You're going to more than make your money up at the gimmick table, like, selling, like, pictures and shit. Like, who cares if you win or lose, right? Well, listen, I ain't going to throw any promoter um, under the bus here and say who it was, but um, I'm friends with the promoter that booked Kid Bandit and then was told by Kid Bandit, um, hey, you have to fly me out now and this is my rate because, like, they think they're a big deal now and they told Kid Bandit, hey... Good luck with all that. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hope you can get it. It won't be from us, but... <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, they were on AEW twice. It's not nothing, right? Oh, my God. Yeah, it is nothing. It was the show that tapes in, like, the Impact Zone. Well, whatever. It's on YouTube. Still... They, they, they were on one of the Nightmare Family showcases as well. That's true. <laughs> that's true. That's not nothing. That's, that's big-time stuff, man. Come on. <laughs> I like that I... Uh, I forget what joke it was about Kid Bandit. But under, like, Joey Janela tweeted me, he's like, oh, what the fuck now? <laughs> <laughs> My longtime rival, Joey Janela. <laughs> are you, did you, Joey Janela was tweeting out that him and Zombie Sailor, the guy who does, like, all the Hawkins and Broski toys, um, because Jazzwares and AEW screwed him on a doll, he's going to get yeah. a six-inch figure from that. 
So yeah. the first two figures in his six-inch figure line are going to be Double J and uh, Joey Janela. Do Double J's. I said um, in a group chat with um, Doxy Stoxy that that'll be really cool for Joey to get that toy in 2026. <laughs> I said the and same Doxy, thing. I said 2026. Doxy pointed out by 2026, Joey will be uh, in full Dynamite Kid wheelchair mode. Oh, man. So, <laughs> that high spot sign, it'll be like a good piece of income for him. Savage. <laughs> I saw Joe, like, did Joey wrestle out in Minnesota this past weekend for Eric Cannon's deal, I think? And he put up a picture of, like, how, like, black and blue his back was. It yeah, didn't look yeah, good. yeah. It didn't look healthy, you know? I got to tell my fucking Joey Janela story now. Well, I mean, it's not a story because I didn't really fucking interact with him. But, like, you know, I've, I've harassed him online a couple times, just, like, <laughs> po- poking fun at him and shit. And one time he got really mad because I was like, like, hey, Joey Janela, if you have such, like, a cool life, how come you're on fucking Twitter all the time? Like, why don't you go to a party with, like, sexy babes or something? And, <laughs> and then he quote tweets me and, and, like, takes a video of, like, this party he's at but then I responded to him. I was like, this is what I'm talking about. Like, you're on your fucking phone. <laughs> There's a bunch of bikini babes everywhere. Everybody's drinking, having a good time. Yeah, put your phone down. You're man. on your phone arguing with me. What are you doing? It's ridiculous. You Joey have so Lewis. many more options, man. I love Joey Janela. Yeah, he's got, he's got whatever SRS got going on, man. He just got to post. He can't help himself. He loves it. He lives to post. Such a good one. But yeah, I used I used to ride out to AIW shows with Joey, yeah. and after the second time, um, I made Joey drive on the way out because he would always go in the match and like you know Joey goes balls to the walls in all of his matches, and then he's like too beaten up and too fucked up, and he just passes out in the back seat, right? Right. So like the first two times, he's like, "Oh, I'll drive on the way home." Gets all beaten up. He's like, oh, man, I'm too beaten up to drive. So I'm like, I got to drive both ways, right? Right. So, like, the third time I go, hey, Joey, how about you drive the first leg out, right? <laughs> and uh, I don't think Joey liked me after that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I forget that, like, you have interactions with uh, wrestlers. Disclaimer. <laughs> the thoughts and opinions expressed no, on the stink no. sheet. But in no way are the thoughts or opinions of Joe Spessa. <laughs> nah, listen, my thoughts are my thoughts. And listen, if I'm associated with... Listen, a lot of people, a lot more people have gotten a lot more mad at me for shit that I have said than shit that other people have said and got attributed to me. Mm-hmm. It's been a busy week of me filling in the gaps on some stories. But like, I'll say this here, like, I don't give a fuck. Um, like Bryce Remsburg's not my friend anymore because he got mad at me for making fun of the Young Bucks online. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's, um, that's strange. I forget. I forget what it was. Like, hey, listen, I don't like the Young Bucks. I think they're bad people. They were really <laughs> shitty to my wife in, like, very early days. Oh, really? Jamar. That sucks. Yeah, when she, when she was running merch. Uh, real long story, real short. It was back when they had, like, one shirt, right? Mm-hmm. And my wife was, like, running merch for Chikara. And, like, like, it was, like, 09 or 2010, whatever it was. And, like, Quack made a big deal because, like, the people that were typically in charge of the merch were like dumb students, right? And right. my wife took it seriously. She had like an inventory. She kept track of stuff. She made stuff was getting from like the buildings to buildings. And he made like a big deal and like said like this is the first year since he had been running Chikar at that point, like seven or eight years, that they actually broke even and made money on merch instead of it being a loss because nobody took care of it. So he made like a big deal about it. And then like literally the next show, 
um, was like King of Trios and the Bucks come back to quack and they accused her of either stealing their merch money or misplacing their shirts or something. And quack just sat there was like, okay, I'll make sure to deal with it. And quack knowing full well that that was not what my wife did, anything else like that. And from there on out said, if you're an outsider, you need to take care of your own merch. You can't have our people take care of it. So that like shit like that doesn't happen, but that didn't still stop them from going around to like bad mouthing my wife to like delirious and like all these other people from all the other promotions that they went to. So all these people that used to be super nice to me and my wife after that stopped being nice to me and my wife after that because of the young bucks talking shit about me. So I've never liked them because of it. I would talk shit about them online. And then I noticed one day that Bryce unfollowed me and he sent me a message. He's like, I had to, you're just... You're just too mean on here. I can't just deal with it anymore. <laughs> and he's not the first one to say that. But um, you're so sweet. I don't know what you're talking right, about. So then, like he, we'd be on shows together, and he would like make a point to avoid me. Mm-hmm. Um, he moved maybe like two, three years ago, and I'd message him like, "Hey, man, can I get your address? Like, you know, we're sending out Christmas cards and stuff." Blows me off, and then like we're going through them. And I was like, my wife's like, "Oh, we never got Bryce's address." And uh, I go, yeah, I message him. He never got back in touch with me. She messages him and he gets like right back in touch with her. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, that's fine. You know, like I get like, you need to make your decisions one way or the other of who you're going to be allegiance with. Uh, Johnny Gargano, the same thing. Johnny Gargano blocked me on Twitter because I'm too mean on Twitter. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, man. And I think what now that one I think I made, um, it was one of his last NXT takeovers. I made a joke. That, you know, because, like, he'd always have, like, the gear that was, like, a Marvel gear or something. Right, yeah. And, like, I liked the stuff that he would do, and I thought his theme song was fun, and I thought Johnny was a great, like, fit in WWE, right? So I made a joke saying that his next TakeOver gear was he was going to be a living Funko Pop. (laughs) And apparently that was, like, the final straw, and he blocked me. The motherfucker has, like, a house full of Funko Pops. How's he going to take offense to that? Come on. I don't know. I don't know. You know who you are. Like, Jesus Christ, bro. He's so easily gotten to, though. Like, literally a couple hours after his kid was born, he, like, passively, aggressively, like, liked a tweet about how he made a joke. I didn't know. I didn't say Johnny Gargano. Like, I don't know how he found it. It was about how his kid has a dumb name. <laughs> his, his kid's name is Quill. The yeah. last yeah. The last name of uh, Star-Lord from the uh, which, Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Which I didn't know. And when somebody pointed that out, I was like, okay, well, it makes sense, at least. Like, I thought he named him after, like, a feather pen. Oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, Joe, fucking, it sucks that uh, the Young Bucks were mean to your wife, but I do like watching them wrestle, but here's what I'll do. Whenever they fall on their necks or, like, get really, really hurt, I'm just going to smile a little bit bigger every single time. CM Thank Punk you. beat him up one time. What's that? What was that? CM Punk beat him up that one time. Allegedly. <laughs> Both Allegedly. <laughs> they kicked that door into his dog's face. Then his dog exploded. It's all red. <laughs> Larry exploded into a pink mist, <laughs> and then he grabbed Nick and hit him with Matt. <laughs> While Ace Steel was gnawing off Kenny Omega's arm. <laughs> no. His, his incisors my, were two inches into his neck. The, one of my favorite things about, and again, I'm not going to call it what it is, but the, the that fight, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever he calls it. I hate that stupid name that people brawl out. Nice. Hate that. <laughs> hate it. So I like that it was like maybe a month later where Punk tweeted something out about the dog needing 
dental work done because of like not coming right out and say it was because of what happened there, but it was a month later. Mm -hmm. And because it was a month later, Meltzer was like, that's the smoking gun. That's how we know punk is lying. If this was really from that, he would have tweeted this out immediately, not a month later. And I'm like, Meltzer, you need to calm the fuck down, man. <laughs> he was trying to get to the bottom of that story, however he could. Oh man, because like like I was at all that right, and um, when I was I was in the airport at like fucking four thirty Eastern, um, waiting for my flight, and I'm listening to Wrestling Observer Radio, and like just it, the confusion in David Bryan's voice from like everything that went on was just perfect. It's it's the most flustered I've ever heard him sound and like <laughs> depressed. Like this is like straight up like depressed Dave. He like had no clear picture of what was going on, heard a bunch of bullshit and then he's just got to like sit down and recap it for his fucking radio show. And it just sounded like he'd rather be doing anything else on earth. It was brilliant. Yeah, and then then my favorite guys are off TV for a while, so I was pissed. But um, and that was the hardest time of their life. Ninety days having to be home with their family and kids. <laughs> oh, what a horrible time it was for them. Yeah, still getting a fucking still EBT cooked in a paycheck. Salary. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. still getting paid like <laughs> head and shoulders above everybody else. To sit on your ass and not take a fucking ladder to the back, but you know, I'm I'm glad they used that time to work on their physiques and tan. So <laughs> <laughs> that would have been oh, that would have been a perfect time for the one to get plugs, you know? Oh, come yeah. back with like a new lush full of hair. Mm. I think honestly, I think Nick Jackson's hair looks cooler the shittier it gets. <laughs> Until he's got like full like Hulk Hogan like just fucking drapes around his ears, because it is his his fucking hairline's creeping back there, man. It's, it's Who you been talking to, dude? What's up? Who you been talking to, dude? <laughs> You've been talking turkey, brother. You've been trying. To... Oh man, don't fuck. Is this where we're gonna do a drop in for that casino uh, app or whatever the hell? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Play bet online. Lab's family's taken over my life like the last like two months. Yeah. Do you get the it's same so fucking ad for Firehouse oh, subs yeah. six times oh, in yeah. a row? Holy Ooh, shit. So I, so I don't get Firehouse subs. I get that Chumba Casino mm -hmm. and then I get for my local Guy Singer uh, hospital is the two that I get. Yeah, it's like oh. regional, right? Like it's, yeah. Yeah, it's like whatever like fucking. There was, a, there was a time where something was screwy with their algorithm. Um, and it was probably because I was talking to Rovert. I was getting um, Ireland ads. Ooh. I was getting for like really? I. I was getting like applications for uh, credit cards for the Bank of Ireland and like a hotel in Ireland. Were the ads I, I was got, getting? Yeah, I got like a text from DeWiki, and all of a sudden I start getting like advertisements for Denver, Colorado. <laughs> oh, look at that! Hey, not bad. But yeah, this is this is a uh, this is a call out to Stink Nation, all the listeners of this show. If there's ever like ads that interrupt sentences, you're allowed to come over to my house and kill me. Like you're, it's fine. You have permission to buy also, a firearm. Um, Stink Nation, if you ever give Kurt thousands of dollars and he puts out a podcast where the audio is 
intelligible for giant parts of it, mm-hmm. you should kill him too. Yeah, one hundred percent. You do. I will not not even kill me. You put me in prison. You should go to jail <laughs> for that. If you have a fifty dollar Patreon tier. And you're putting out echoed audio for like what three hours of your four hour podcast? Just Jesus. unbelievable. It's, Just the 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 heights of laziness. Like they do oh. not care about their listeners. They're no. just taking in that money. Yeah. And listen, it's a fun show and it's a great you know, show. The the Hogan stuff is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um I love them. It's it's one thing to know all the lies about Eric Bischoff. But to hear them all back to back to back <laughs> yeah. to back, yeah. it like paints such a picture of the man. Mm-hmm. But it's those ads and the horrible audio quality, and oh. you know, and, and like I listen, I do a bunch of podcasts, and like my audio quality is not great. I'm using freeware that I have to like re-download and reinstall every week, so I don't have to pay the sixty dollars for it. But I'm a cheap <laughs> motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And I don't make a lot of money from my Patreon. I might be getting my Amazon click-through shut down on me this week. I don't know. So, you know, like I said, and I take, like, I go over my show to make sure it sounds great. Mm -hmm. I went, I paid someone to teach me on how to do the compression settings on it so that it doesn't sound like shit. I care about how my podcast sounds. And I clear maybe $60 a month from my podcast. These guys are clearing thousands a month yeah and they do not give a shit no well the the really really funny part about it is that like you can't even say like oh jack and jp they don't care they're fucking there's a guy who's responsible for their fucking production tj desantis and he doesn't listen to the show i promise you he does not listen to the show he's like you can see we're using this fucking zencaster thing right now I'll tell you what he does. He takes the two audio files. One says Jack. One says JP. He puts them both on a timeline and audition. He exports, saves, and uploads. He does not listen to it. He does not do any post-processing. He just fucking takes, like, whatever fucking share of the Patreon money they give him and just is responsible for uploading the show. It drives me insane, bro. Like, I've been listening to the, the Labs fans since, like, I think 20, 15 like before i was even properly watching wrestling again i was listening to the last fan because somebody told me how funny the show was and you know i I agree it's a great show i love the content i think the guys are like you know nobody touches them on like research and like jp's a really entertaining guy even if i find him really frustrating a lot of the time (laughs) with some of his opinions but uh yeah it's just it is insane the amount of money that they get like for how much effort they put in it makes like it makes come town look like the tonight show you know what i mean it's like Cometown was was all was always considered to be a low effort podcast, but there was three guys and you could always fucking hear them. You know what I mean? Like this fucking like Brinky Dink ass wrestling podcast. And it's like I think it's like number six or something in like Patreon subscribers. Jesus. Wrestling. Yeah, there hasn't been a new one lately. I think that Brendan Thurston guy put one out maybe about like a year ago. No, he, he put out another good. one, but... Um, oh, th- recently? They weren't on it because uh, wrestling wasn't in the title or some shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he put out the number after in like a reply to his own tweet. And it was like 1,200-something subs. But yeah, it's ridiculous. It's it, like, I can't say... That the money's not well deserved because, like, I, I do really enjoy the show, but like, it's it's 
it's fucking unbelievable. <laughs> like how how much they let shit slip. It's crazy. The episode they did like a month or two ago when they went to the Undertaker live show was great. Oh, that was good. Yeah. Yeah, but um they put one out during Christmas time. Uh it was a 45 minute episode and I had no lie. I had 12 minutes of those fucking like auto input ads. <laughs> I was, I, and the worst part is I was cooking, so I had to wash my <laughs> hands to like like skip it, and like I was legitimately like throwing shit around my kitchen, freaking the fuck out because like, <laughs> there was and, so many ads. And that's so that's Spreaker. That's who they use for the hosting oh. that does that. And yeah. Spreaker's the worst. I hate and that. there's there's smaller podcasts, and like there's a comic book one called Word Balloon. There's another one called um, uh, Who Are These Podcasts, and they were using they. Who are these podcasts changed over to Spreaker recently? Word Balloon has been using Spreaker for the longest time, and I message them all the time. I go, you really need to have them spot check where they're putting these ads in. Because it's. I know somebody said that they do it where they feel that there's a lull, and there's not. No. They just do it every 15 minutes, yeah. or depending on what you're paying for, they'll do it every 30 minutes, every 45 minutes, whatever, whatever, whatever. And there would be times on like Word Balloon and who are these podcasts where it would literally drop over the middle of a sentence, right? Insane. Yeah, And I mentioned it to the Word Balloon guys, and the Word Balloon guys are like, yeah, whatever. I mentioned it to who are these podcast guys, and they blew me off until about a month ago. They had an episode that didn't get uploaded properly to Spreaker, so people couldn't get the show for like two days because it like put it up on like on a Saturday night. No Spreaker service on Saturday or Sunday. They didn't get it fixed until late on Monday, so they're still doing Spreaker, but they did something where there's no more ads on the show. Like, I guess whatever the, the plan that they got with Spreaker, they changed it so that there's no more ads in the show because of whatever Spreaker did to fuck up their show like a month ago. But like, I don't know, man, like you're doing podcasting for fun. There's a million different ways mm. to make money than ruining the quality of your show. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Like, you know, there's the monetization is not a problem. You know what I mean? Like, like it's a it's a great show and you should be making money off of it. But like you have to consider the user experience, man. But like, I guess they get enough. Uh, they get enough fucking new customers. You don't have to really worry about it. But it's a shame. And this has been podcast on podcast. The podcast <laughs> where we talk about podcasts. I'm your host, Kurt. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's. I'm glad I'm glad we got to talk about that because that drives me fucking crazy. I've I was like day one just hounding them about the fucking Spreaker ads, and it's like I it was not just me either because like back when they switched over like a couple episodes in like they legit had to do like a PSA like we're working on it we're sorry it's so bad but also we don't give a fuck we're gonna make whatever money we can. early early on when they change over to Spreaker I would always reply to them and say some sort of remark and they unfollowed me because of it (laughs) like they had followed me for the longest time babies Um, listen I I don't know like it when when somebody tweets me about how shitty my podcast sounds like I freak out and I go and I fix it I apologize whatever but again I don't make a ton of money and it's a hobby for me it's their job and I guess there's episodes where they mention I guess I must have missed them when I was like, you know, like kind of boycotting or like the topic just wasn't hitting it for me mm-hmm. where they said a bunch of like negative shit about Eddie Kingston and a bunch of positive shit about MJF. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, oh, I don't want to go listen to that, but I know exactly what they're going to say because isn't JP like a theater guy. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, so of course he's going to be like, oh, MJF is just like me if I was a wrestler. Yeah, yeah, and Eddie yeah. Kingston, he's the scary guy that stands <laughs> in the street corner when I go to my car. So I don't like him as a wrestler, some shit like that, right? He was the guy who used to smoke cigarettes out by the entrance of his high school. He would slap his books out of his hands. Right, exactly. <laughs> so I, get, I, I completely understand where his criticisms come from in regards to that. And there's guys like that where I don't want to hear your take on modern wrestling wrestling like 2010 this tna stuff is about as modern as wrestling as i care about you talking about because it's directly involving hulk hogan 100 yeah if hulk hogan shows up in aew i i demand them to do an episode about <laughs> it, you know <laughs> that would be a crazy fucking episode Re- remember remember when tony khan publicly tweeted that he banned linda hogan That's right. from all AEW <laughs> <Yes. events? laughs> what a baller move that is <laughs> season ticket holder linda hogan <laughs> <laughs> Man, you're giving up a lot of money there, Mr. Khan. Oh, Tony Khan's the best. He rocks. He's the- Imagine if the Jags win the Super Bowl. He's going to be unsufferable in the best way possible. Absolutely. He's the only Booker to ever make Jeff Jarrett tolerable. So, hey, there you go. Greatest Booker of all time. That's- I don't know. Jeff Jarrett is a Booker in TNA did. Dusty No, I can, tell you TNA that gonna- did. <laughs> I can tell you that neither of them did that. Vince Russo in WCW did. Hmm. Kevin Sullivan WCW did. There you go. Vince oh. McMahon. Yikes. Jerry, Jerry Jarrett. Jerry Jarrett, right? Whoa. Jerry Lawler. Whoa. Whoever. Conan and AAA. There you go. What? Listen, what, there was that one, and it was, and I'm sure that this was the impetus for Jeff uh, becoming clean and sober and finding Jesus. Um Triple A did a show or a showcase show as part of like one of the WrestleMania weekend events and Jeff and Karen came out and they were fucking trashed. <laughs> nice. And it's crazy how trashed they are. Like Jeff falls down on his way to the ring. Like that's how drunk he is. And it's bad. And I can't imagine like Jeff watched that back and is like, yeah, that's cool, man. Like he probably saw that. And like, that was like a, a real bad wake up call for him. Because there was a period of time there where he was really fucked up all the time, you know? And it, when you're an old man like that in wrestling and you're running that hard, you know, it ends one of two ways. You either find Jesus and get super clean or you're dead like six months later. And, like, I think Jeff probably, like, at least he had the presence of mind to, like, realize, like, I need to fix this, you know? Yeah, for sure. It's like when you get shit housed and you see what happened the night before on somebody else's Instagram story. it's it's one thing to hear about it and be like ah you're probably blowing it out of proportion Mm -hmm. but like no no no. here's multiple camera angles and people doing commentary over you at your drunkest blackout whatever and it's like oh okay well let's uh okay now i now i can see it you know yeah literally caught in 4k uh, go ahead that's why i'm happy my ohio con panel saturday is at 9 (laughs) p.m i'm like oh i'll be like a good level of drunk by then like a four out of ten yeah (laughs) <laughs> oh, we were we were watching uh, Wednesday this past yeah. weekend, my my family and I, and uh, when Enid came on, I I, I said to my family, I'm like, uh, spoilers. I go, that's who my friend Ed is dressing as for his uh, furry yep. convention this weekend. <laughs> it's an convention. anime convention. Yeah. <laughs> but I am, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah furry Enid. convention, Ed. It's fine. Are there so, furries there? Yes. There will be. That's right. Did, um, this is way off subject. Did I tell you that my friend is cosplaying Thing, and I wish that I would have thought of that idea like before? How are you going to be a hand? Be- she got like 
one of those, you know, Green Man suits. From oh, America's yeah. It's always sunny. Okay. And she just cut the hand off of it. Oh. I was like, that's so fucking funny. I wish I would have thought of that first. Now, I could have swore you called in on the voicemail for my dopey show. Yeah. And said that that was your idea and you're upset that no one was doing it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I wish I would have thought of that first before wow. I bought all the stuff for, like, my Enid cosplay. Mm-hmm. Which family member of the Adams family is Enid? I've never heard of this person. Enid is Wednesday's roommate at Nevermore Academy. You gotta watch Wednesday. I'm dude. not what gonna. No. Yes, you got to. No. It's fun. It's, it's, it's the f- only good thing Tim Burton's ever done. <laughs> Did he make that show? Like, that, yeah. That's actually Tim Burton. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh man. I don't. Well, again, Ed doesn't watch '80s movies except he watches a ton of '80s movies. <laughs> um, Pee Wee's Big Adventure is really good. Mm-hmm. Beetlejuice is really good. The first two Batman movies are really good. And Willy that's Wonka. about it. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. No, that's real bad. A tour de force performance by Johnny Depp, who's never done anything wrong in his entire life. And Deep Roy. <laughs> yeah, I love Deep Roy. <laughs> that guy's got a great name. I love him. <laughs> oh, shit. So you guys want to talk about fucking <laughs> the Vince McMahon strong arming his way back into the WWE? Yes. <laughs> this is pretty crazy. It's been a crazy week for news. But, uh, yeah. Well, wait, wait. What kind of news was this a crazy week for? Oh, <laughs> well, we'll get there. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into it. But actually, fuck it. Yeah, let's talk about it. So, other than Vince McMahon fucking doing a secession-style takeover of the WWE to reinstall himself as the sole dictator of the company, we had some... I don't remember what night this was, but we had breaking But yeah, so the other night, um, I don't know who tweeted it first. Uh, Brian Alvarez is the first one I saw, because that's like who I follow. But like everybody's like, oh shit, big news coming. Fucking watch this Well, space. no, this, the Stephanie thing came first. Yeah, that's right. Right, the Stephanie thing came first where she put out the resignation letter. Mm-hmm. Um, this was like 8 o'clock on a Tuesday. And then like 9 o'clock on a Tuesday is where everyone tweeted out, the monster news, yeah. eyeball blinking emojis, <laughs> Big and, then, news. Like, and that's all it was for six hours from all of our greatest and latest uh, wrestling news sources. Yes, yeah, the Stink Sheets Rogues Gallery, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and Louis Dangor, whatever the fuck his name is, <laughs> whose oh. brain is fine, Louis Ding Dong, <laughs> <laughs> Louis Dog Brains, as I like to call him. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit but yeah that was a that was an all-timer night on twitter man fucking like the first thing and this is one of my favorite moments in wrestling twitter history because one of the people who was tweeting about that i think it was some guy who worked at like bodies like <laughs> just about called him carmelo hayes <laughs> that, but that's like an nxt guy I correct i can't remember what the man's name was but um, he was, like, vague tweeting about the situation, right? And then everybody bullied him into saying what it was about. <laughs> it was so good. Everybody was quote-tweeting him as shit, and it was like, this is what fucking wrestling journalists always do. They vague-tweet about some shit and won't elaborate, and he's like, fine! Saudi Arabia's buying WWE! 
and then everybody went nuts. And um, my favorite part was that, like, our favorite uh, hillbilly shot around Snap, he tried to, like, spin this as a W for himself, while at the same time, like, signal boosting all these different people who were saying the exact same thing happened. It was fucking an all-timer night on Twitter. Sean Rossap said it happened, right? He's, he didn't, though, at first. Okay. Yeah. But he did He did say it, though, right? He alluded to the news at first, didn't elaborate, was basically, like, signal-boosting a bunch of other people. <laughs> and then at the end, he was like, yeah, I knew this was bullshit. So, all this started happening, like, when I was getting ready to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I thought, like, oh, man, I better stay up. And then I was like, no, it'll all be on here tomorrow. Like, I ain't going anywhere. <laughs> so, like, uh, I missed all of this. I didn't – I got to see the fallout the next day before I got to see, like, everybody being like, fucking tell us what's going on, moron. Yeah, <laughs> you just got to see the fallout after everything. So, see, I can't do that, man. It, if anything remotely interesting happens online after, like, 10 p.m., it's like, well, I ain't getting shit for sleep tomorrow because I have – to put, I got I gotta be in there. I gotta get up in the guts of the internet. I gotta see what's going on, man. But uh, I, I I'm kind of the same way. Like I'll like you know if I'm up doing my podcast or whatever. Like I'm off Twitter. I'm not looking at anything. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times people like text me if there's big shit going on. Yeah. And like God forbid I see that text at like 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night when I'm done recording something. I gotta edit. It's just like all right now I gotta go dig through all this shit to figure out what's going on. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, it's it's nice it's nice to follow like a bunch of people who can keep it into like a tidy little narrative for you. But uh, one thing I found really funny about this whole situation was that like the news was broken by a Reddit like well the fake news I guess was broken by a Reddit post here called Kermit One Two Five. And if you know much about wrestling Twitter, is that um, back in the day there was a certain gang of individuals um, infamously called the Enochius. I don't know anything about this. I've never had anything to do with these people. I certainly didn't post with them and <laughs> hang out with them in a group chat. But um, basically, the Enochiest move on Twitter was uh, if you're in a in an argument with someone and you don't feel like really continuing in it, you just kind of want to tell them the fuck off, you post Kermit dick at them. You post a picture <laughs> of Kermit the Frog with his, with his hog out <laughs> in any number of ways. And uh, it was just beautiful that, like, everything really came closed circle. It was like the Saudi Arabia by WWE News was broken by Kermit. And it was all wrong. Everybody got Kermit dicked one last time. It was so good. Have you, have you seen Ruder Bryant tweet out these pictures that are, like, photoshops of wrestlers with their dicks? Oh, yeah, yeah. The fake wrestling. The John Cena one is epic. That's well, one of my favorite ones. Those- and again, I, I, Ed knows who I'm talking about. And again, I'll protect the uh, whatever. But that's Mox Fakes from back in like the message board days, like the CZW yeah. fan days. And there's the infamous Fit Finley one. Yes, Finley Dick. We love Finley Dick. Right yes. yes. But the new one is the Goldberg Steve Austin. Goldberg Steve Austin one, yes. I was... Steve Austin's about to blow up. What? Oh, I haven't seen this one. Oh shit! I've been slacking, man. Hang on. Is there a way that I could send that to you? You can, yeah, post it in the Twitter group chat. That's fine. All right, or whatever you want to do. 
<laughs> Last week it was Christian's genitals in both forms. This week it's Steve Austin blowing Goldberg. Oh no, not the vagina. No, oh, yeah, that was not fun for me. I didn't. Yeah, never mind. I remember that. Yeah. 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 You heard that noise I made. It's like oh, <laughs> the unclit. Yeah. Oh man. That's what it's called. It's called not, the unclit. I, I know. All right. Well, give it the respect. No! <laughs> when you see it, you know what it's called. That's no right. Yep. You immediately know what it's called. What the fuck? Why do I have 11? Why do I have 11 notifications? I'm just trying to see. Stone Cold Steve Austin Paul Goldberg. Hang it's on. Ridiculous. I found another one to send you. It's not Stone Cold and Goldberg. Oh, okay. Just as good. Okay. This is Hang exciting. On. But yeah, in the meantime... Um, while we were talking about uh, the uh, potential WWE sale to the hey, Saudi Arabia Development Fund, what? Didn't somebody this week point out to Sean Ross Sapp Let's go. that he didn't uh, fight that guy? Uh, Bill Batty? Or- <laughs> yeah, somebody, he says, somebody said something to him, and he's like, <laughs> that guy is like homophobic and awful, and like, listen to all this shitty shit he did. Yeah. And somebody was just like, and you still didn't beat his ass? Yeah. Man, you're kind of a puss, huh? I thought you were a real shooter, dude. <laughs> yeah, if this guy did all that shit, I'd beat him up. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you get your ass kicked for saying something like that. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you ever see RoboCop, Ed? Never. God damn, dude. It's an 80s movie. It probably sucks. Yeah. Probably sucks. John Candy's not in it, so. Mm-hmm. It's part of Ed's lore. That's true. <laughs> I watched fucking an entire episode of TNA. The least you can do for me is watch RoboCop. It's a good movie. I have um, a thing saved in my phone that's from RoboCop, though. What's that? Where a kid tells RoboCop to go fuck a refrigerator pecker neck. I think... That's from RoboCop 2. That's, yeah. not, oh, even good that's okay. not a good movie. <laughs> it's from a bad movie. <laughs> an actual bad 80s movie. It might have come out in the 90s. I'm not sure. But uh, I think that was 89. Paul Verhoeven class. I put the I I put the two I put the Goldberg Steve Austin one and the gimped out minion. Yeah, the minion one was funny. (laughs) Just a minion with a fucking ball gag and the cock ring. Pretty good. (laughs) Goldberg Steve Austin one kills me. Nothing wrong with that. I like how the three of us have had a group chat for one day, and there's already (laughs) minions porn. And, and oh man oh fuck <laughs> they even circumcised him and everything oh my god that's how you know it's accurate man oh my god <laughs> look at him he's going for it I gotta make that the episode art somehow I don't fucking gonna have to crop it I think I put an eggplant emoji on his pee pee yeah there you go I don't, I don't think Spotify checks, like, what I put up, you know what I mean? Because I've had copyrighted music in every single podcast I've ever done. Same. <laughs> and I, nobody said anything to me about it. So, as far as I know, I'm allowed. Val Venus gave express written consent that I could use his WWF theme in every episode of my show. Oh, man. I'm so glad that, like, he just will not pay attention to criticism or like I'm fucked like if, yeah it works out for you real well. if he pays attention to me for two seconds I'm cooked does he does he get any interaction to any of his tweets no it's all fake it's all from us right <laughs> it's all fake it's just me and my stupid friends 
<laughs> he's just picking on him. <laughs> he's got he's got half the followers I do on Twitter. That's ridiculous. I'm some Canadian midget, and he was on TV <laughs> in the '90s when like more people watch WWF than watch fucking cable TV now. <laughs> and he's just some idiot for me and my friends to point and laugh at. It's so good. He put up a video before we started recording here with his daughter. Oh, really? His uh, My daughter with a flash explanation on inflation. <laughs> <laughs> on his on his YouTube channel, Top Shelf Anarchy. I love Top Shelf Anarchy. It's my favorite kind right. of anarchy. I can't believe he's <laughs> posting on YouTube anymore. That's such a cucked website. I was yeah. I was following along on his Odyssey channel, which is a Web 3.0 crypto based video platform <laughs> that that has no copyright what a protection, sentence. no copyright protection. So it allows you to, with one click, download every video on it, which I have done. <laughs> I've, I've done it on. What's the What's the one that um Alex Jones uses for his videos? Oh. Band.video. Right. Okay, that's what it is. Yes. Yeah, he's he's not he's not hot to Odyssey yet. He's gotta get on there, man. But yeah, he like makes it so easy to just archive all of his shit. Oh my god. What's up? Breaking news. Oh shit, breaking news. What's up? I don't wanna shock anybody, but it seems like Frankie Kazarian has left AEW to go to Impact full time, baby. That was days they ago. They announced it on the pay-per-view yesterday. That's not breaking I didn't news. watch it yet. <laughs> I just noticed this. Are you watching Impact right now? <laughs> you better not be. <laughs> it might be on on the TV. Oh, man. <laughs> what disrespect. Ed, if I was going to watch Impact, and I don't yeah. have cable, and I don't want to pay for it, how yeah. would I do it? I could send you a link. Okay. Yeah, you might say that you could watch wrestling okay. in the comfort of your own home. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Pretty good. I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> Not bad. Oh, so speaking of the WWE potential sale, did you know that condemning the Saudi Arabian government is racist? What? <laughs> did you know that? No, tell me how. This is big, big, big brain. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so um, there's this chick... And uh, she's friends with, you know, all the people that we love around here. All my best friends over at WrestleFearth. And uh, <laughs> she got a real big bug up her butt about everybody making blood money jokes about the WWE. Uh, fucking, like, working with Saudi Arabia. And uh, so, WrestleCringe, who I also think is a dope, by the way. So there, yeah. there's no heroes in this story. Uh, he quote tweeted her about it and everybody got on her nuts and uh, then she went private, and uh, Ed's real-life girlfriend, uh, Skinny Mysterio. Um, <laughs> My buddy Taryn! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could do worse. <laughs> you could do worse. Well, she says she's really hot, so... No, seriously, all of my friends, like, all of my online friends are, like, in love with her. And, <laughs> and like, I actually had to, like, pull one guy aside. I'm like, bro, like, what the fuck? Like you guys, but she's literally the dumbest person. Like that, she's an attractive woman. So, that, who? How do you know? Because somebody showed me a picture of her. Because I was like, "Why the fuck do you show guys me. keep going to bat for?" Show me. No, it's not. 
for me to do. I'm not going to... I've never seen a picture of her. I'm like, not she gonna, doesn't post any. I'm not going to distribute photos that somebody showed me. I don't think it exists me. is what I'm saying. I don't think this is real. I, I don't know. Man. Is, there, is there a picture of her with Liv Morgan? Or did she just get like a picture of like somebody who met Liv Morgan and say, that's me? That's is there a happened. way that we can prove this is her? Oh, no, no. It's just I asked and somebody was like, yeah, she's actually hot. This is a picture of her. And I was like, okay, yeah, right. well, I can, I can, I can deal with that, but um, bullshit. All right, maybe it's not her. Maybe it's another game guy. I don't know. Ed, do you want spoilers for the next two weeks of TNA? Yes. Okay. Oh man. All right. So, um, Ernest the Cat Miller is um, with Santino Morella as his assistant as new director of authority. Yep. Why wouldn't he be? <laughs> um, they set up a six-person match of Frankie Kazarian, Mickey James, and Jordan Grace mm-hmm. against Savannah Evans, Tasha Steeles, and Ray Deadly. All right. <laughs> um, Speedball Mike Bailey and Kenny King fight in a pit fight. We sure do. <laughs> What's going what? on over there? Come on, children, Is... don't be shy. Oh, y'all were talking about Im- Impact, so I started watching <laughs> South Park, sorry. Oh, okay, I'll be, I'll be, it'll, be, it'll be quick. No, it's uh, okay. Jo- I was just doing a bit, so go ahead. Joe Hendry introduces a new song to make fun of Broski. Oh, well, thank God. Fuck. And then there's a six-person uh, gauntlet match to mm-hmm. determine the new number one contender for the uh, world championship. All right. Sounds it's, great. Uh, you have Rhino, Eddie Edwards, Chris Saban, uh, Moose, Rich Swan, and Sammy Callahan. So I I feel as though like Impact could be fun wrestling to watch, but like I don't want to have to watch Moose matches. I don't want to have to watch Ray Deadly matches. I don't want to have to watch Sammy Callahan matches. You know, and like they're all over this goddamn show. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm still <laughs> pissed. Like I watched an entire two hours of Impact. <laughs> I'm still pissed off about it. (laughs) I've never... The fact there's a heel stable that's led by Alan Angels that consists of Peter and Connor of the Ascension is maybe the funniest thing ever. That's Connor from the Ascension? Yes! It's not led by Alan Angels. It's led by Cody Deaner. Oh, Oh, Cody Deaner's the leader. That's even better. (laughs) Oh, man. I thought Alan Angels would be the leader because he's the guy who's been on, like, TV for real the most recently. No, Cody Deaner's the winner or the leader because he um, murdered Eric Young. There's no winner. Well, that's right. He murdered him in a prison somewhere, right? Yeah, in an abandoned prison. He stabbed him to death. It's a bunch of junk, man. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing watching all that junk? It's no good. No, I will hear it on that show. The yeah. fact that R.D. Evans and Jimmy Jacobs are like the writers of the show like gives me hope. Wait, the Nitro guy? Um, or wait, was R.D. Evans no, the guy no, who no. wrote Death Robert of Robert Evans, Archibald Peck from Chikara. Oh, okay. Um, he was a writer in WWE, and he's the one at the Hall of Fame that told Vince to go fuck himself and quit. Hell yeah. <laughs> at the Hall of Fame Beast. where... Um, FTR paid a guy to try to attack Bret Hart to. <laughs> oh, let's go! We're through the looking glass, baby. Hell Listen, is. that's that's my theory. I just made up <laughs> that that was a guy that they paid. They're like, how could we get Bret Hart to love us? I know if we save his life. Oh man! And they just gave a stoner forty bucks, maybe a <laughs> bottle of tequila. Yeah. Like, okay, attack this old man when mm-hmm. we give you the signal, 
and we're gonna beat the shit out of you but we're just gonna you know it's working brother you know yeah and uh it'll be okay and then brett will love us forever yeah. i think that's what happened <laughs> hey hey buddy here's 40 bucks go give brett a hug real quick he really <laughs> needs a hug <laughs> they just beat the shit out of this poor guy awful stuff but yeah i kind of swore that uh who am i thinking of who who the hell co-wrote fucking death of wcw already uh, reynolds already reynolds the wrestle crap guy yeah. ah yes that's right okay getting all my rds mixed up i should really start reading d's names on these books <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> so um this week <laughs> breaking news our favorite fucking hillbilly got into it with somebody who also blocked me so this is a really hard story to follow <laughs> Sean Ross has once again been just writing books and people's fucking DMs. Yes. <laughs> some person like Leslie, I think it's the host of Struggle Session or some shit, which is a podcast I've not listened to, but I think they're like somewhat big time. I don't know why they blocked me. Well, I mean, you know, could be for any number of reasons, but it's not somebody that I think I've interacted with. But uh, it's pretty good. Pretty good stuff. This this is a great fucking screed. Hey, Leslie, I just want to tell you directly, not for likes or retweets or faux outrage or whatever clout you're trying to gain under the pretenses of actually caring, I think you're an absolute joke. <laughs> a really bad human to boot. You're not fooling anybody that actually pays attention to the things that you say. I'm not sure what your insecurities are, but the fact that you have them really shines through. And that's saying something coming from me. The first time Sean Ross Sapp has ever been self-aware in his entire fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> they always have, though, and that's likely what half a dozen people that identified as former friends, <laughs> yours, geez, he's fucking up his own sentence here, have reached out to me since September to say I was wasting my time even replying. Looks like they were right. Again, you're an absolute joke, a hypocrite, and a con who refuses to practice what you preach. So I don't fucking know. Also, um, I checked up on our buddy today, and like half of his fucking timeline is like plugging girls as OnlyFans. And <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. I mean, like, if you got buddies who are on the grind, you know, the fucking, mm -hmm. you got a following, promote their shit. But it's a lot... It's a lot of different girls only fans and i think i think sean's a married man so like what's up buddy what you doing how come all your friends got titty pictures on the internet what's going he's on? married i think so yeah someone was like so that means that means his wife has like explained to people sometimes like what does your husband do for a job? <laughs> he fights with autistic guys on the internet all day. <laughs> about phony fights. That's right. About No, he gets into meta fights over posting. <laughs> over whether or not he should spend all of his day <laughs> getting mad at a discord full of people who are trying to wind him up. You know his wife says, oh, he's a sports reporter. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> he's a sports reporter. Yeah, of course. Oh, man. Oh. Is is Sean, Rops, is Sean Ross app just, like, scraping the bottom of the barrel at this point? Like, what? Like, 
why do these guys pick fights? Like, I know it's funny and mm-hmm. it's because they have thin skin and so forth. But after how many times has he picked fights with someone, gotten calling out for being like a petty bitch about it, yeah. and then just like watching and repeating the same cycle over and over again? Is he that oblivious to his own yeah, he's behavior? Dumb. <laughs> he's stupid. <laughs> I, he's I guess like, he went to school in a barn. <laughs> <laughs> he got taught math by an owl. But I don't know. Like, it, like I said, like that was the first bit of self awareness I've seen. Because he does do this, right? Like he'll he'll spend like a day fucking going on like screeds, like fucking crusades against like fucking 90 follower accounts <laughs> he's just slugging it out with them for hours and he's like it's like i regret how i behaved i'm going to take <laughs> a step back i'm going to assess things <laughs> and oh my god the fucking the best one that i saw this week was uh somebody like you know because he has a lot of people who genuinely like oh one thing i should say is uh nothing that i say about sean ross sap is like as a result of his reporting on wrestling, there's some like things that he does that I find annoying, but like he's you know, he breaks real stories. It's how he acts online <laughs> that like I continuously have to torture him forever, right? Because like he just he'll just fucking go nuts at the drop of a hat. But somebody who like genuinely follows him, genuinely really enjoys like what he does, just like replies to him and they're like, Why do you waste your time like getting into it with people? Don't you think like it would like, if it was me, for my own mental health, I just wouldn't engage. I just ignore this stuff. And then he replies, this has no effect on my mental health. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How does it not? What does he mean? Well, it's a chicken egg thing. You know what I mean? Like, he's he does that when he's having a bad time. When, <laughs> when he's not feeling good inside, he gets into these, like, fucking shit-sling contests on Twitter. It's like, no, it doesn't affect your mental health because your mental health is bad when you start doing this, dude. You know? It's... He responds to everything like Eric the Midget. Yes! 100%. <laughs> Eric, everyone knows that you didn't kill John F. Kennedy. Why would you get mad and respond to this? <laughs> but yeah, man. I, I love him. I love him. Never change. Never change, Sean. Never stop posting. Never <laughs> stop doubling down. Never stop yelling at your own Patreon subscribers <laughs> for questions. People that give you money? Yeah, never stop yelling at them for questioning why you waste your time on this bullshit. <laughs> it, do you think it's something where um, you get to a certain point on your Patreon or your subscriber level that you think like you're untouchable and you test the waters to see how much you can get away with. Do you think that's what it is? I think if you do a thing for long enough, you will develop a genuine, a genuine, um, contempt, contempt for your, your audience. Yeah. <laughs> I I hope I never get there. I love my Um, itty-bitty audience. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I love them. I want to give them a big hug and a smooch. That's for all you listening. There would be times doing Poppy and Dam when I would get tweets from people that are nice and would give us money, and I would just be like, I fucking hate you. The mask is off, baby. He doesn't have to do it anymore. I hate you so much. (laughs) For no no reason. They didn't do anything. It's Mm -hmm. just like... I don't know. 
Yeah, I think you're just going to contempt for doing what you do if you do it for long enough. I guess. I wouldn't even... And you take it out on your... I think that's more of what it is. That Definitely, yeah. This is one thing that got up my fucking ass when uh, former host of the show deleted our Discord. And it's like, do you know how jealous I am of that? Yeah! <laughs> I wanted to delete the podcast Discord for so long and nobody would let me. And he just goes... Dude, there'd be days in there where they're just arguing about the dumbest shit and I'd just be like, I want to fucking nuke this thing right I was so like, aggravated <laughs> i like that discord god damn it but now we got a new one i actually banned somebody the other day because they fucking came what? in they didn't say anything they just like came in with like a blank account no picture didn't fuck say yeah anything. fuck yes and i was like that's a damn. fucking mole <laughs> yeah that's an op right there <laughs> hit, hit the eject button get the fuck out that's the fucking feds, 100%. You know, there's. What if it was Val Venus? Oh, shit. We now you got. Val, this was his way to kind of break in just to see what was going on. Mm-hmm. His daughter in the YouTube video, which is a site for Cox, set up the account for him. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so funny that he's like a crypto guy because he can barely use a computer. <laughs> oh, man. You might even say we're shining a spotlight on Val Venus. <gasps> Bam! Not bad. Hello, ladies. Yeah, this is Spotlight on Val Venus, the most popular segment on the Snake Sheep, where every week me and my friends uh, highlight the goings-on of disgraced former pro wrestler Sean Morley, a.k.a. Val Venus, and we see what he's up to this week. But yeah, I, I gotta see that video with his daughter, because I don't know what the fuck. But yeah, he cannot... He, like, he has no fucking technical know-how. And he's like a big cryptocurrency guy. And uh, his new thing is a Verge coin. And if you type in, is Verge coin a scam into Google, I think you'll know what'll come up. <laughs> no. He's, he's so excellent, man. Is there a crypto that's not a scam? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> They're all, like, various levels of pump and dump schemes. You know what I mean? Like, fucking... Bitcoin was like the big one, and that's in the shader now. I mean, as far as I know, I'm not really like a like a finance guy or nothing. But um, th- this is just something I gotta say. Uh, paying attention to Val Venus for this long is quickly becoming not fun. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I'm really not having a good time anymore. Like, it's it's it. For the longest time, it was a good time. It's like, wow, what a fucking nut. Like, he disappears off the face of the internet for a little while. And then you can just, like, find him in these little corners. And he's talking crazy. But, like, he is so fucking far gone down the rabbit hole that, like, I'm not finding entertainment value anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just sad. But uh, we'll 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 get into him being on one on Twitter for a second. But uh, Joe, weren't you saying you had like a Valvina story for the show? Oh, I do. Yeah. So I'm an old, right? I'm surprised that you're having me on the show, and I also rarely drink and never do drugs. So again, that's three strikes against me. Um, but when <laughs> I I'm old too, got... brother. <laughs> I don't know what? what you're talking about. All right. Uh, when I got internet in my house for the first time, it was in 1997. Late 1997. So do you want to know what my first AOL screen name was? What's that? Valvenus97. Hell yeah. <laughs> that rocks. I was a big fan of Valvenus because he was a porno wrestler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we love our porno guy. I... I was like 19 or 20. I didn't know any better, you know? Yeah, for sure. 
Oh, but to go back to the last fan thing, I didn't know that he was in TNA. I yes! Had, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I had to go yeah. back and, like, fucking deep dive all of his shit. Like, I'm going to have my own total nonstop Venus. I'll never sick. forget that he was in TNA because I hated it so fucking much. Like, when they talk about how Hogan came in there and pissed off all the TNA fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was me. Like I, everything they did was fucking awful, and I hated it. And I quit watching the show within like a year. That was you and Sean Morley. It was it, it was real bad. Like it's one thing for them, the Laps fanboys, to go back and watch it and talk about it now, but to live it in oh real time was so bad. Yeah, that's rough stuff, man. If you're like a big TNA diehard. And, like, you get excited about, like, when they bring in a new guy and fucking Val Venus walks through that door. That can't and then be just squashes feeling. Christopher Daniels. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they build up a pay-per-view oh, match between. Oh, man. No, 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 again, it wasn't Christopher Daniels. It was just Daniels at that point. Okay. <laughs> and they debuted Val Venus in a backstage skit with the knockouts playing strip poker. Oh. oh. And... Yeah, it was like, and it was because, and they mentioned it on Laps Fan, but it was because Val Venus was one of the guys that was on the Australia shows mm-hmm. with the Hogan Flair match. So those are the only guys that he knew. So it was like, all right, these are like the new hot young up and coming wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> In 2010, Val Venus, you know? Oh, shit. Did you ever see, um, this is something that uh, I think one of the guys from my Discord, uh, I think it was Dylan brought to my attention. Did you ever see Val Venus wrestle in Japan? For New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah, like when New Japan was like real shitty, he yeah. was like one of their top guy Jin. Like this was like what, oh six maybe? Yeah, 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 around then. And yeah. man, holy fuck. Looks like he had a bit too much guy Jin and juice because that motherfucker was <laughs> fat as shit, let me tell you. Oh my God, I've never seen a wrestler. And it's like, it's not like wrestler fat because, you know, like there's a lot of guys who are heavy. But, like, they look like pro wrestlers. Like, uh, and I, I feel bad even, like, saying this guy is an example. But, like, Kevin Owens. You know what I mean? Like, he's big, burly fella. But, mm-hmm. like, Val Venus just looked, like, sloppy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> he's just, like, like he's real depressed, just eating hamburgers on his couch for three weeks. And him and fucking Giant Bernard are a tag team. Oh, man. <laughs> if you, yeah, if you... so I said 06, it was 09. I'm looking up his cage match here. Oh, it stunk, dude. It was one of the worst Here's matches. Val Venus against Tanahashi in singles matches. <laughs> Val, Venus, Val Venus versus Milano Collection AT in singles matches. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, the classic Val Venus Japan. There's a Val Venus, there's a Val Venus versus Okada match from oh, yeah. 2009 that's on your head. <laughs> oh, no. You know we're going to watch those, Ed. So, so somebody has to put together a playlist of the best of Valvinas for Ed to watch. It's mm-hmm. that match and this match from TNA, which is his last match in TNA. It's a Falls Count Anywhere match of Valvinas versus Double J. <laughs> <laughs> it's like mine and Ed's worlds colliding. I think, I think that match starts in the bathroom because Drip Jarrett's like cleaning the floor. <laughs> what? There's, there's a match from uh, IWC, the Pittsburgh promotion of Val Venus taking on Rhett Titus. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. These are all matches that you need to watch, Ed. Indeed, yeah. Oh. <laughs> that would be a fun series to review. <laughs> <laughs> Just go through his collection. Oh, like, my God. Now, this one for me. This uh, Danny DeMonto and Eric Andretti, whoever the fuck that is, taking on... Uh, Kurt Hawkins and Val Venus as a tag team in 2014. <laughs> Sheesh. Oh my God. How many bumps? How many bumps is Val Venus doing that match? Uh, 
I'm going to say, you know what? He might take the heat, like where they put a chin lock on him and sit on him for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say one. Um, there's also a that big time wrestling around that same time. Val Venus, ver multiple Val Venus versus Tyrus matches. Oh, uh, Clay Tyrus. That's mm -hmm. cursed. Oh shit! No, we've got the most cursed. This company, uh, in in the UK. So again, 2015, the UK. Who would be a good cursed Val Venus match? Marty Skrull. Marty Skrull. <laughs> oh boy. I gotta find that. Yeah, I wonder if there's video footage. It's oh. something called Hope Evolution 23. What? Yes. You. And that's your fucking match? That, that would... Let me look at the rest of the card. You're not gonna feel a lot of hope watching that, let me tell you. <laughs> that was the main event, of course. <laughs> that was the main event. The only, the only other name I recognize on here is Dan Maloney. Uh, other than that, I don't recognize... I was hoping for, like, a Robbo or somebody like that. Mm -hmm. Um, alas, no. I'm just looking to see what other good Val Venus matches there are on there. But I'm intrigued by that Val Venus Jeff Jarrett match. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna definitely watch that when we're done here. Yeah, that's that's a very interesting use of the word good. It's <laughs> 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 a very unique use of the word. But yeah, besides you know having uh, epic runs in Japan and England, uh, Val Venus also loves to post. And uh, I've curated a selection of uh, some of his posts from this week. And boy, oh boy, is he having a lot of fun on the internet lately. Uh, this one's been getting a lot of traction today because after I made fun of it, now everybody's making fun of it. Um, so from uh, earlier today, this is Val Venus. The Biden administration has done zero to promote nature's side of marriage. <laughs> the side that offers the only real fulfilling human life. A loving... <coughs> oh, fuck. That sucks. Um, a loving marriage between a man and a woman who procreate and raise their family together as a family unit. Instead, it's go chop your nuts off. And... <laughs> fucking uh you know we don't cotton to transphobia around here but also it's very funny coming from val venus who literally had his penis cut off <laughs> like you think well, that no he didn't he got Did he saved not? he no, no. so uh, so because the chopping block that they put his dick on was so cold his penis shrunk and they missed and luckily, John Wayne Bobbitt, his good friend, was there to shut the lights off to make it even more difficult for Yamaguchi-san to cut his dick off with a samurai sword. Right. That was the payoff to the angle. He comes out and says, the chopping block was cold and my dick shrunk, and they couldn't cut it off. <laughs> that's so sick. That's that's the kind of writing that uh, really took WWF over the top in the 90s, man. That's so sick. Because they thought of everything. It's the details. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, it, it's it's funny that he's such good friends with John Wayne Bobbitt, seeing as his preoccupation with gender-affirming care these days, you know what I mean? He's really concerned about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's it. Like, maybe he just feels so bad for his uh, his friend John Wayne Bobbitt. That, Dude, uh, that's hmm? what I was going to say when we were talking, like, I don't remember if it was before we started or not, but Goldust riding in the car with Val Venus. Right. Oh, it was the Godfather, wasn't it? No, it was Goldust. No, it was Gold. It was Goldust, Jackie, and I can't remember Val Venus. I can't remember who the fourth in the car was, but it was oh. definitely Goldust and Jackie. Okay. Like, Val Venus has to be so confused by Goldust, right? Because they'll start talking like libertarian shit, 
and mm-hmm. then Val say something like, people will get their nuts cut off. And then Gold will be like, no, actually, trans people are like, they have rights. They're good. They're normal people. Like, and they, like <laughs> Val wouldn't know how to fucking take it. Because, like, Dustin Rhodes politically is just the weirdest fucking person. Yeah, he's completely all over the place. You cannot, yeah, he is. He you really cannot is. pin that guy down. <laughs> like, you got to keep he, him guessing. He seems like a nice enough guy and his heart seems in the right place. But I, what was it like about a, six or seven months ago where he had that weird thing about like homeless people are bad and we shouldn't help them. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. Yeah. They need to take personal responsibility. Yeah. Themselves. I'm like, okay, like maybe we could have kept that one in drafts, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. But like, you know, you have to keep in mind that like, and this is not me saying that I don't like him or that I don't think he's a good wrestler, but uh, you know, uh, Dustin Runnels should be dead. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 he, yeah. He should be dead. Like, like biologically, medically, like considering what he did to himself for as long as he did it, that man should not be alive. So whatever condition his brain is in, you know, <laughs> you just kind of got to take it as it is, I guess. It's, it's amazing he can tweet it all. <laughs> That's all I'll say after fucking... What was, what was his name? Black Rain? Yeah. Black Rain? He'll block right. you for talking it's about that. Yeah, I was going to say, there was a period of time if you even brought that up to him, he would block you. Yeah. Wait, so was his rat named Missy? It was what? The rat was named Missy. Yeah, oh, rat fuck. Was, no. Yeah, they named the rat Missy. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder what that could be a fucking Bro, we got to give the rat a name. <laughs> How about Missy, bro? Bro. All right. A little bit of technical difficulty there for a second. Uh, Vince Russo sent his goons out at us. He didn't like that impression we were doing of him. Didn't like us speculating on why fucking Black Grain's rat was named Missy. I wonder if That's... that was the same rat that they used in the Mankind vignettes, because I know that was J- uh, Jim Cornette's pet rat, and I know Jim yeah. Cornette was in TNA at the same time. Mm-hmm. I got some bad news for you, Joe. Rats live about six months. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not 10 years okay. no not 10 years right. which is really funny because like i've i've known like a lot this is this is a bad thing to say but i've known a lot of rat girls over my day all right <laughs> and like girls who have rats for pets and it seems like they they just love making instagram posts about their rats dying because, like, <laughs> the things only la- live for, like, six months what? or so. They keep getting new ones. I had a mouse, a pet mouse, for, like, two and a half years. Really? Yeah, but maybe I'm a better pet owner than them. Maybe, but, like, well, I guess this I guess this lady was just running a really slow internment camp for rats. She's killing them for attention. Yeah. Can you get up on your mic a little bit Hello, more? Hello, hi. Possibly? Oh. I'll just turn you up after. God damn it, Ed. Well, what happened is it's probably picking up, like, the computer mic now. Oh, okay. The thing I make fun of other people Yes. (laughs) Pretty good. Not bad. Kurt, did you get that message that I sent you about that uh, Cincinnati Bengals fan account? No. All right. What's going on here? Just go check that account out. I'm going to go check this account out. Oh. Oh. (laughs) 
that's very interesting, Joe. Thank You're welcome. You. <laughs> I'm going to put that baby in my back pocket for later. I did a journalism while we were recording. <laughs> he did an investigative journalism. Yeah. It's a very interesting Cincinnati Bengals fan account. <laughs> Was it, what, shouldn't he be like a, I don't fucking know football. I wasn't going to say. So, Cincinnati's it's close Kentucky, enough to Kentucky, right? Oh my God, it's basically Kentucky, yeah. I guess so, yeah. I'm not a geography guy neither. I'm just, it's a lot of stuff I don't know. I'm level with you. That's that's one of the things that I I laugh about. Like it took me a long time. Like I was well into my 30s that I'm like, oh, Montreal and Toronto aren't right next to each other. I just thought no. all of Canada was right next to each other. But I mean, it might as well be. But it's it, like, it, it's no different than like when uh, I would do car trips for AIW, and Thorne would be like, oh yeah, Joe, you're in Scranton, Wilkes-Barre. Uh, hot sauce is in Philly. The Bateria in New York. Donst is in Bethlehem. That's all pretty much the same spot in Pennsylvania, right? You guys can all meet up and work that out, right? Hell yeah. Easy. <laughs> Easy peasy. <laughs> no problem. And we did. We made it work. But it's just if you're not from that general area, you have no real idea how the geography in that area works. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, it, like, it might as well be the same place because it's like 90% of Canadians live in this like little tiny circle around fucking like toronto montreal just like between there that's where like everybody is but uh yeah before um before we were rudely interrupted by uh vince russo's cyber terrorists uh we were discussing val venus's posts from this week and um he's having a lot of fun with this died suddenly thing he fucking loves it he loves it whenever anybody dies for any reason (laughs) He's super stoked to just get online and talk about it and say how it was the COVID vaccine. And uh, this one was really good because he, he he brings up a story here. Lisa Marie Presley dies suddenly at 54. Another victim of the safe and effective COVID shot? Question mark. And uh, just for reference, I'd like to point out um, Elvis Presley died at 42 years of age of a heart attack because he ate like shit. And uh, Elvis Presley's father, Vernon Presley, died at 63 of a heart attack. <laughs> so, but how did how did uh, Lisa Mar- Marie Presley die? Um, of a heart attack. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so more than likely, what happened was time travelers went back to those two po- points in time, injected yes, Vernon exactly. and Elvis with the COVID nineteen vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> so that we could come to this point to have this moment of a talking point so Val Venus could send out a tweet tweet that gets 185 views and one like. That's right. <laughs> it was worth it. He got Colonel Rob Parker to inject him with the carrot. <laughs> I don't know why he keeps calling him carrots, man. It's strange. Like just fucking there's a there's a there's a needle emoji. Why don't you just use that? Because I don't, you know I mean? think he would probably think that the needle is saved for people doing steroids, which is cool. That is cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with but, him on that well, one, baby. I don't, I don't know how it comes up. And again, this is definitely not the show, show for it. And I'm going to talk quietly. Yes, it my, is. My, and it's my, about my family. So my, my son, who's 11, thinks it's funny to make jokes about people being on steroids. Yes. He thinks it's hilarious. He's right. He's right. And I can't. You got a sharp boy there, Joe. Tell him that he's right. <laughs> but 
you know? Well, and I was like, well, I could just be careful where you're saying things like that, you know? You have to be a responsible adult. But it's really fun. <laughs> Give him another seven or eight years and he can come on the show. <laughs> Make all the jokes he all wants. All right. <laughs> but yeah, um, that one's incredible. This one is one of my favorite Val Venus online moments of all time. Um, this is just a one-two punch. Like, these two tweets are right next to each other, like, in the timeline. And I think they're made in, like, sequence. So, um, first one. Biden played alongside other devils. He's about to find out his fellow devils are done with him and his family. Something big is coming. <laughs> and then... <coughs> that's so hard on my voice. And the, ne- the next tweet is, uh, Did you know you build beautiful homes out of sand, clay, straw, and water? <laughs> Did you know that? <laughs> Did you and and not did you know you can? Did you know you build beautiful homes out of sand, clay, straw, and water? I didn't. Did you know that? Ed? I wasn't Ed? aware. And did you see the replies <laughs> no. to it as well? That's the best part. Well, no, there's a reply. No, <laughs> there's green it. thumb up replies. Yup and hemp. To which Valvinus <laughs> replies, "Yes, sir. It's amazing what simple nature provides." <laughs> Followed by kindergarten student in Ohio dies suddenly. <laughs> He's such a pervert, dude. So now I see there's another died suddenly. There was a 25 year old pharmacist and former track and field athlete. Are you starting to wake up yet? And I know this is a raw nerve for you, but has he? He hasn't commented on diamond and or silk passing away. Oh man, I bet he better not. That's all I'm saying. If he knows what's good for him, you better keep her name out of his fucking mouth. But yeah, no, because, like, it's a no-win scenario for him. Because, like, Diamond famously, my sweet Diamond, rest in peace, my baby angel, <laughs> will meet again in heaven. I love you so much. I love you so much. Um, my sweet baby angel Diamond uh, did not get the COVID-19 vaccine. And she got got because of it so he has to pretend that did not happen so is that her cause of death officially that she got covid and died um it's not i don't think they like publicized it they said they alluded to her being like ill before before. what's up she was diabetic wasn't she oh yeah that's true which is also like a comorbidity for like covid and shit right but uh she was just generally like not well but um it's it's yeah there's there's just no win so it's either that, you know, or he says <laughs> that she got the COVID vaccine and tarnishes her legacy. And then that killed her. <laughs> so he just has to, like, write this off completely. <laughs> so, But good. he has, like, no allies. And usually, like, these grifters at least find a couple people. In Val Venus, that is. Yeah, at least they yeah. find a couple people that buy into their bullshit, or at least they get a couple, like, people that support them, like, not, like, in a joking fashion of, like, yes, Slay King and that sort of thing. But, the, yeah. like, the, he doesn't <laughs> Mr. Have Venus, def- sir! He doesn't have defenders, <laughs> right? No, But then no, he has no. nobody else that he's partnered up with, because usually these grifters need at least, like, one or two other people that they can, like, kind of tandem their grift together with. 
Absolutely. And, like, he doesn't have a cohesive grip. All he's got going on is his, are his cat turd blunts, man. <laughs> the fucking dank anarchy canagar. That's his entire gag is to just, like, steal somebody's dispo weed and then roll him a blunt out of the shittiest fucking Reggie you ever saw in your life and charge him $200 for it. Like, he's not going to be Alex Jones. He's not going to be fucking, um, what's that guy's name? The fucking... Proud Boys guy. It doesn't matter. He's a piece of shit. But the mustache dude. But he's not going to do any of this shit because, like, he can't he, he can't make people pay attention to what he's saying. You know what I mean? If you if you go on to, like, his old YouTube channels and shit, he's got two-hour live streams with, like, 20 people watching. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just people asking questions about, like, 90s fucking WWF while he's going off on these rants about like private sector humans and taxation being theft like he's just a deeply boring and stupid guy i remember with maybe it was a year or two ago is when uh gcw was gonna do one of their first uh outside shows in atlantic city they had advertised that val venus was going to be there and what ended up happening was he just ended up going like to the dispensary that was spot sponsoring the show and did his cat turd weed thing there. Like he never did anything <laughs> on the show. He was just trying to score some dope. I guess. <laughs> but I remember I'm like, that's an odd booking Val Venus and GCW, but like whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. What a fucking nut. It's <laughs> That really sums it up. I wish there was a way that you can get one of his tweets or one of his videos to, like, blow up, right? Without people mm -hmm. having to, like, really interact with them or watch his videos or something like that. So that, like, somehow he's like, whoa, this one tweet is, like, has, like, thousands of views and hundreds of retweets or whatever it is. And then, like, yeah. when he sees who it is, it's all people that are, like, in your sphere, right or like yeah. <laughs> like your sphere or just like outside of your sphere enough and then somehow he then reaches out to you like yes. he needs to make the move to you yeah that's the goal yeah. <laughs> honestly i need to interview right. him. have you reached out to have him be on your podcast we've tried a million different ways um alex has offered him 500 dollars <laughs> and he would not do it he's offered him bitcoin he would not do it uh jagger offered to debate him as an employee of the state he would not do it like he like, just blows you off or he comes out and says yeah. no 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 left on red like okay. just fucking no interaction nothing so yeah i think <laughs> i think it's gonna have to be a matter of him coming to us which him only getting <laughs> interaction online through like all of our shit it, it might come down to that sunday i don't know I, so if again unless you've gotten a hard no a no response hmm. is just a yes he hasn't said yet as far as i'm concerned so i say That's you just gotta attitude. keep trying like once a week set a reminder mm -hmm. for yourself just like hey i'm gonna send val venus one more thing maybe this is yeah. the time that he replies and we get him you know mm-hmm or I might think about making, like, uh, just make a new persona where I'm, like, a really, really, like, uh, easy-to-offend leftist <laughs> and just just keep getting into it with him every day until he challenges me to a debate. 
I think that would be good. You need to, and ha- then I could just. You need to have two accounts: one that's a pro Valvenus one, and one's the anti Valvenus one. <laughs> like you have the one account that retweets everything, and then you're, the other account is the one that fights with them. Your two accounts yes. are fighting back and forth. There's no way that he would know it's the same person. No way in a million years. No, absolutely years. not. No, 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 no. I'll switch it up a lot in the way it's like typing cadence and that kind of stuff. Just creating a hall of mirrors for this man to live in. <laughs> it's going to be so good. But yeah, I think uh, I think we could wrap that up there. Uh, that was Spotlight on Val Venus. And um, Joe, thank you so much for coming on. Check out Longbox Heroes. Check out At Odds with Wrestling. Ed, thank you so much for coming on. Check out whatever random ass podcast you're on <laughs> day to day <laughs> so uh yeah joe anything before we get out of here um ed is gonna be doing a new podcast this spring called uh the young ed podcast sounds good um i'm not sure what pl- platforms it's gonna be on uh but that's the title that he's decided on from a tweet and a tweet mm-hmm. is a le- legal and binding contract um i mentioned my patreon before patreon.com slash heroes. It's comic book stuff. I'm a big giant comic book nerd. Um, So, you know, if that's your thing, like a buck a month, you know, at the very least, you get to look at like old previews catalogs from the 90s. So you can see like uh, like all the rise of image and death of Superman. Like we're just about to get into the Batman Nightfall stuff. If that's like a thing that you remember from comics in the 90s, you know, Um, it's just interesting to see how all that stuff gets marketed. And like we, I have like boxes and boxes of the old catalogs and my podcast partner scans them and you know, they're, you know, it's just a buck a month to go look through all those old previews catalogs from like 30 years ago. It's something cool to do. Even if you don't want to listen to my podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Not enough people are digitizing stuff these days. You know what I mean? I went and I searched to see if any of the stuff was on like archive or anything else like that. Um, and it's not, and then I think previews diamond themselves didn't start archiving their stuff until like 2004. And we mm-hmm. have up to not scan, but like physical catalogs for up to 1997. So like we're that slowly, rocks. but surely like digitizing them and putting them up on our Patreon. And then once like the show dies or like we have nobody subscribed to our podcast, I'm just going to put it all out there for free for everyone to see, you know? But like, oh, don't give away the game, yeah. man! Come well, on, <laughs> we're talking, we're talking minimally five years from now, you know, it's a right, nice five-year plan. Right. But like, Wizard mm. Wizard Magazine is out there pretty much on archive.org. Um, it's the smaller ones. It's like the weird ones, like Heroes Illustrated and like Comics Illust, like Comic Review. Those are the ones that aren't out there, and like none of the previous catalogs because they're like it was like a monthly like Sears catalog book that would come out of all the stuff that was shipping that was even like comic related adjacent you know like in the latest one it was like some anniversary about green acres and there was like green acres merchandise in there and where we are now they're amping up for the big summer blockbuster like duel off it's like so like it was january so it's stuff that's coming out in march and i know you want to wrap up i'm sorry for i'm rambling i'm taking over this oh it's all good baby. so it's like the stuff that's it's like the merchandise is coming out for march of 1993 and it's the two big summer movie merchandise is getting ready to roll out and you tell yeah. me if you remember which was the bigger movie in 1993, if you were even born in 1993. Was it Jurassic Park or was it Last Action Hero? It was it was Jurassic Park. It was absolutely Jurassic Park. Yeah. But I remember at the time in 1993, and I'm like, 
Dinosaurs, no one cares. Arnold Schwarzenegger in an action comedy fourth wall breaking adventure. I'm there. And they both came out like Hell the yeah. same weekend. And I went to Last Action Hero by myself and all my friends went to Jurassic Park. And I loved the movie. I thought it was great. And I still hold up that Last Action Hero is a great movie. And if it did not come out literally the same weekend as Jurassic Park, it probably would have done much, much better. But like Jurassic Park is a cottage industry today. Still, they're making sequels. And mm -hmm. there was like a joke on The Simpsons once 25 years ago about Last Action Hero, and that's its legacy, you know? Yeah, that and a Super Nintendo game that wouldn't know good. <laughs> Are you telling me Total Recall, Last Action Hero, oh. Hudson Hawk, Home Alone, all those movie Nintendo games weren't good? I, I can't believe that these were not just shovelware <laughs> that were pumped out to try to make a quick buck on the rental market. Total Recall, to this day, I think might be the worst video game I've ever It's played. up there. It's up there. It's, it's really bad. It's no good. Just, uh, it's no it's good. not that it's bad. It's unplayable. Like, the game yeah. is broken. It doesn't work the right yeah. way. Absolutely. And uh, Ed, anything before we get out of here, baby? Uh, follow me on Twitter at PodVanDam. Follow at PodVanDam, the Twitter account that is no longer a podcast. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye.